Right. Uh, let's see here. That's the wrong way. That's the right way. All right. Facebook friends. We're in the new book, Leaderships. It's the second newest book that John Maxwell uh, has out. I believe he just uh, published another one just after this one, Leadership. And this has been an interesting start of a great book, Leaderships. We're talking about change, and it's almost like us being change agents now in the world of, uh, in, in this current world. It's no longer... It's no longer just a linear type environment where the changing environment. Why is it changing? Because we've interjected the thought of people into the mix. And we've always had people, but we've been linear because we have, haven't had to deal with as much change. But with people and the demand on the market, the change is at a higher rate. So in order to lead, in this society, you have to get comfortable with change. So that's what we're here to talk about. It says you cannot be the same, think the same, and act the same if you hope to be successful in a world that doesn't remain the same. Let's face it, the world doesn't remain the same. It changes so fast. I was just thinking um, probably one of the greatest things, everyone's probably been to McDonald's at one time, and one of the greatest things that I was reluctant against, I'd bring my grandson on a Sunday afternoon and they start putting those kiosks and the McDonald's is like, no, I want to go to the register. And after a while, you got to a point where they started to change your behavior because they would become, they, it was a point where they would not be available. And the only way to get waited on in a timely manner was to use the kiosk to get your order in. And you know, it's interesting. Those at younger ages, my five-year-old grandson, he was just over there just clicking the buttons. And then, you know what? We should not, uh, we should not shy away from those types of experiences because what you'll find, it's actually a pretty simple process. And um, yeah, and, and you can tend to maybe sometimes even get your order more accurate, or at least on the paper. Uh, because uh, you don't have to rely on someone to listen and type in the right thing. You can actually, particularly if you're a detailed person, you can actually get down to a point where they've got, where you can add extra stuff, take stuff off. So then when it goes to the back there, it's all done. I haven't used uh, the other process, but they've got a place where you can now, think about the time saving. You can now, uh, Say at a stoplight, if you've got the app for McDonald's or something, go ahead and put your order in while you're 15 minutes away on your way to the restaurant. By the time you get there, it's already paid for. They run out and bring it to you. You can keep going on your path. Isn't that amazing? What people things people think of? What about Domino's Pizza now? They've got this insurance thing. Their, their biggest uh, thing is, hey, if something's wrong, we're going to make it right. I'm going to give you an extra the next time you order or that same day just to make up for the mistake that we made. So, because the, the market's demanding that, and we have to be uh, there to, to uh, we have to flow with the changes. 
And actually, being a um, being a leader, we have to see more and before. That was in uh, developing the leader 2.0 because I'm using it also at work. And we're at that section where we talked about vision and leaders have to push to see more and before, which means you have to be out there reading ahead of time, ahead of what's going on so that you can keep ahead and keep up with what the market is asking for. Otherwise, you're going to miss it. You're going to be a blockbuster. We always talk about that story. You're going to miss the change. And you miss it. That's it, man. The, the, the business moves on. And <laughs> who knows if you'll ever be able to catch back up. Okay. So um, that was one of the things. Leadership, the ability, positively enhance. They talked about the profound difference between adaptability and conformity. Greats, the greats seem to instinctively understand the distinction between uh, while they, they, uh, they have the difference and while they disdain conformity, they cherish the courageous ability to adjust to changing circumstances. Let's face it. So as my title says, what's the negative quality of blending in that we need to stay away from? The term is conformity. We cannot conform. We have to continue to push the envelope to get to the edge, like the child who has rules. When you give them boundaries, they test those boundaries. Well, we have to be change agents and test the boundaries. Yeah, not just take them at face value. Because things are changing too fast. Conforming is a negative quality of blending in, becoming average, refusing to stand out on or capitalize on one's uniqueness. Adaptability. The opposite is the positive quality of being able to sense the shift in wind direction, proactively adjust one's course to take advantage of the wind shift. You got to be able to change and change quickly. While conformity is a weakness based on fear of rejection, adaptability is strength based upon confidence in oneself and one's own judgment and abilities. Be willing to change. An attitude of change, learning that that curiosity bent, the the, be, the theory of being curious about things and not being apprehensive. As things change, uh, don't conform, but change with them. Learn how to do them faster and better, more efficiently. That's where we're at. It has here uh, uncertainty who conform, uh, people who conform, pull away to a safe place to protect themselves. No. None of this pull away and conform. It's like, let me get out in front and see what this thing can do. Let's see what's different. What? what how can we break this and, so we can figure out how to fix it and make it better? Aha. Oh, they talk about the guy Paul Karofsky, executive emeritus of North Eastern University Center for Family Business, he said this, though he used the word ambiguity instead of uncertainty. He said ambiguity may keep people up nights, but anyone seeking exquisite simplicity in his or her career ought to look for a non-leadership position. So if you want to be conform, then uh, what he's pretty much saying is you're not going to 
progress much because the world is changing so fast that we have to adapt with it. But see, the coming from the younger generations, that's fairly simple because a lot of the the games are coming out so fast and furious with all these new widgets and things, and they're not afraid because they've played with them. What you have to understand is computers, you can play with them and get things messed up and be able to come back to where you were and start over again. It's not that big a deal. Once you get over that initial fear, you can find all kinds of things that you can do just by trying, hitting a button here, hitting a button there. We are apprehensive because of the way we're brought up a lot of times when you're in my generation, which is a little older, but in the younger, they're willing to press that extra button. You know, one button may say, don't press it. I learned a long time ago. I remember I was uh, um, I was an officer in the Navy Reserves, and but I had learned some computer stuff, and they were going to allow me to change out the server. Now, I'm right by the rules type stuff, and I did it down to a T, but it didn't work. Well, I had this salty scene sheet come over. He looked. He flipped one of the uh, ribbon cords that I had plugged in around the wrong way, I thought, because it explicitly said in the instructions it goes a certain way. Well, he flipped it around and it worked. What an important lesson was that for me after sweating it because, you know, I was waiting for the system to come back up and it was getting close to the deadline. And uh, I learned that the instructions don't aren't always true, particularly in real life experience because of the way, uh, because you have people that create these things. So that gave me a big boost because I finally learned, yes, you may read it one way, but it may not certainly be that way. And don't be afraid to change it the way they said not to do it because it just may be what needs to be done. Uh, barring it doesn't say, you know, it's going to totally destroy uh, half a block or something. If it's something simple and, and you're dealing on an office, was it office work or a management level, and it's not going to hurt anything, try something different. Don't just stick to the norms or what the instruction says. Instructions have been known to be fallible so many times. That's a lesson for you as well. Yeah, so seeing she chained the cord around, and I thought to myself, but it said always it goes this way. But no, <laughs> I learned a lesson there. That's not always true. Those in the IT world know what I'm talking about. <laughs> when you're putting computers together, things like that, they say it goes one way, but not necessarily uh, depending on where it came from or who built it. Someone may have built it backward, and you didn't know based on the uh, the manufacturer. It was one of the ones that didn't come out till after, and they thought it was better the other way. <laughs> it's it is wild. So, got to be flexible, too, and ready for change. Great example at the end here. talks about we need to be like water. Water finds a way around, through, and it actually starts to move things if they're in the way long enough. They'll move them even. This is what it says. It says, if you want to be successful as a leader, you need to learn to become comfortable in uncertainty and make shifts continually. You need to be flexible and deal with uncertainty without losing focus. Leaders who lead who lead leadership must be like water. They have to be fluid, 
Water flows away, then makes a way. First, it changes with its circumstances. The environment dictates the change, but moving water is also forceful. It first moves around an object, but at the same time begins moving the object as well. Isn't that great? <laughs> we have to be like, what? So when you think about leadership now, you've got to remember that leadership is a lot less conformity and more leading and seeing the future and dealing, thinking ahead. One of the things I was uh, um, listening to is the high performance coach of the world, uh, Brian Bouchard, uh, <laughs> Brendan Bouchard, uh, talks about that in his new book, uh, High Performance. Uh, high Performance. Oh, I forgot the title. But in his new book, he talks about that in high performance, being able to be comfortable with the uncomfortable, but to see ahead now and faster and live ahead because that's where you find your confidence and your strength, understanding and focusing on where you're heading and not letting the circumstances of where you are control and, and let you lose sight of the focus and what you're trying to achieve. Fantastic stuff. So one of the things I want to do, talk about going with change, and I've been working on it, is being able to, um, to, to uh, level out and, and zero in one-on-one -on -one and really start to help people on an individual basis. So what I have done, I haven't got it all completed yet, but I have it available. So I'm going to try this experiment this next week. I'm going to start doing some one-on-one -on -one coaching slash mentoring. If anyone understands coaching or mentoring, they'll understand what I'm talking about. Uh, since I'm not totally sure of the the coaching side, which is, has you draw from within, I do understand the mentoring side from all the mentors that I deal with on a daily basis. So, uh, but I don't feel, and I've, no, it's not a matter of feeling. I don't believe that everyone can teach everyone. So what I have done, and I'll put the calendar out there for next week, I want to experiment with the exploratory interviews for 30 minutes, a couple of days. I've got some on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday next week. And if you want to have an opportunity to spend 30 minutes on a Zoom call with me, when we explore um, if we are compatible to work together, see if I can help you to expand your horizons to a different level, to help you with that change that we talk about in leaderships, then grab up one of those spots. I'll put the link just after this call here. And there's a couple of questions that I'm going to put um, uh, that didn't have enough room to put in there. And I'll figure out how to get them there, even if I have to send them to you on a separate sheet after you sign up. Yeah, it's not going to cost you anything, not this uh, uh, this experiment this next week. So, But it's a good opportunity to sit down and like, what makes this guy tick? And is he really, because you enjoy a lot of the material that I put out, is he really the one that could help me make and start, that, start and make that transformation to that next level that I'm looking for? That's what I'm here for. So some of the questions coming from one of my favorite uh, authors here, Mr. Russell Brunson, that we will address 
and you can start thinking about. The first question is this. Imagine you and I were to start working together today. I teach you everything I know and do everything I can to help you get results. Now imagine we're sitting in a coffee shop a year from now. What would have happened in your life, both personally and professionally, for you to feel happy with your progress? What would make you believe that this was the best decision you ever made? Isn't that good? I'll read it one more time for those who didn't get it. And you can always listen to the recording. Imagine you and I were to start working together today. I teach you everything I know and do everything I can to help you get results. Now imagine we're sitting in a coffee shop a year from now. What would happen? What would have happened in your life, both personally and professionally, for you to feel happy with your progress? What would make you believe that this was the best decision you ever made? That is great. Then after you deal with that question, the second question is clearly, you know what you want. You've painted a really great picture for me. So let me ask you this. Why don't you have it yet? What's been standing in your way or holding you back? So question two again, clearly, you know what you want. You painted a really great picture for me. So let me ask you this. Why don't you have it yet? What's been standing in your way or holding you back? And then we'll address the other ones. Just a couple more because 30 minutes is not a long time. But I'd love to get to meet you and hear a little bit about you. So after this, once I hang up, I'm going to put the link in there. Uh, you can click on the link and go ahead and set up a time for us to communicate. And uh, in the future, it, uh, it'll automatically shift over to Zoom. But I have to send the Zoom link uh, separately for now because as Steve McLaurin says, you don't have to always get it right, but you have to get it going. And I've been meaning to get this going for the longest time, so now I am, and this is the way I'm going to start it. Um, I'll also uh, probably put a little commercial, a couple commercials on my uh, – the talk that I did not too long ago, it seems like everyone enjoyed, was uh, uphill climbing and uh, versus downhill sliding. And I put that together on YouTube, but I haven't released it yet. But I want to put a little commercial here once I get that done. And that, the link um, that I'm putting here will also be the link that's going to be uh, out there on the YouTube video as well. I think you'll enjoy it. Um, I am more than biting at the seams to get started dressing your needs individually, one-on-one, -on -one, and I really get to understand you because it's been great this way, but I'd be love to have some great feedback to understand you on a more deeper level. Thank you, and you have a great evening.